when you finally are with that secure attachment kind of thing, you're always like, like, is this it? Like, is this fine? Like, I, I, I don't have the butterflies. Like, I feel fine. I feel comfortable with this person. It's probably like, means the person's like the one or something. Like, it's a really, really great sign. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome to our podcast. You have some kind of exciting news mm-hmm. for us. Yes. Tell us how the wedding planning's going. First wedding dress shopping experience complete. Okay. Did you find yes. the one? I don't know. I am oh. very much wanting to keep looking since okay. it was my first time trying on dresses. I tried on about eight dresses um, and there were there was one that I like I liked um, but I at least know what styles I don't want. And what styles I do want. So take us through. Um, did, they like, did they like make you try on like different shapes and like styles and everything first to kind of figure out what you wanted? Because you didn't really know like what style right. you wanted. Right. So so the first place I went was David's Bridal. I just wanted to go somewhere that was local because it was over Thanksgiving. Um, my sister was home. And so um, they had me fill out like a questionnaire. And then I went online and like picked a couple of favorites. Um, and the one that I really liked was one that I favorited. So I don't even know that it was one I favorited. Um, so I knew that I really didn't want like... I don't even know what it is. The hourglass, like mermaid looking Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. style, anything that's like super tight fitted on me, like throughout, I don't really like, I don't mind if it's like tight on the, on the upper half, but like on the bottom, like I need it to be like loose. Cause I want to be able to move and like, well, I think mermaid, like in my opinion, I think it only looks good on people if you're tall. Yes. And I'm short. It just makes you look shorter. Yeah. It just makes you look Mm -hmm. shorter in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of going for more like the A-line, the ball gown, the in-between like A-line and ball gown kind of mm-hmm. vibes. Um, I Going into it, I knew I didn't want strapless and that was confirmed when I put on a strapless dress. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very beautiful dress. It was like a corset strapless. Um, mm-hmm. My mom and sister were like, oh my God, this is stunning. You look mm-hmm. beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you, but I don't like it. <laughs> um, I liked like from like the waist down, like I liked mm-hmm. the actual like body of the dress. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and the corset itself is really pretty, but I just am not a strapless girl. I'm very broad shouldered and I like pushes everything up and I have really big boobs. Mm-hmm. So like. It just wasn't, I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Um, That's the bright side is that we'll never have to worry about having the same wedding dress um, because I am a strapless, I am a strapless gal, Yes, but I am also the president of the itty bitty titty committee. So like, I don't have, yeah. So that's why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, can you push everything up because there's nothing there? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I was already like pulling at it just like out of habit because, um, but they were like, oh, we can add straps so we could do this. And I was like, I don't want to have to craft it into something that I want, like, I want it to just, like, I want to put it on and it just be like, I mean, I know alterations are like obviously going to be a thing. Um, but like, I don't want to have to like add bits and pieces to it to make it the dress that I want. 
um, when it's already an expensive dress, if that makes sense. So, Mm. um, um, I tried on one that was like, I don't even know what it would be categorized as far as like style, but it was like straight down. I would say A-line. I would say A-line. A-line has more of like a, like a, it actually looks like an A. Um, but it was like literally just like straight down my body. Did not like that. Um, and then the one that I loved Like a slip style kind of? Maybe. Yeah. 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 Or like, um, like the fitted maxi dresses. Like that's the only way I know how to describe it. Like it just goes straight down. There's really not much like form to it. It does nothing for like your curves. Exactly. Um, and then the one I really liked was a lace sleeved, um, dress. So I'm going, uh, dress shopping again on Sunday. So, um, I'm very excited. Um, I'm going in Charlotte, North Carolina and yeah. It's just, I really didn't know what to expect. I had heard Mm -hmm. like not so great things about David's Bridal, um, that like they weren't very kind. You you could only try like three dresses at a time or blah, blah, blah. And, um, I had a great experience. I, um, got to pull like eight or nine dresses. I probably could have pulled more if I wanted, but I wanted to just like stop at that. I tried on Mm -hmm. a bunch of different styles, um, which was really nice. And then, um, the only thing that was like a bummer was I had to wear a mask the whole time which I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I look really different with my mask on versus my mask off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was hard for me. Like I was going to tell them like if I was going to buy a dress there that I had to take my mask off to see what what I looked like. Yeah. Um, Because I just don't feel comfortable like buying a dress without seeing my entire like self in it. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I told them to pull the two that like, I liked and that my mom and sister liked as like, and put it in like my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, and if anything, I'll like do like a, like a go back appointment, but Mm -hmm. I, I'm kind of picky and stubborn and I have a really hard time making decisions. So yeah, that's why I was going to say like Mm -hmm. this, you notoriously cannot make decisions. I I mean, I can't, I I have no room to talk. Yeah. I could probably wedding dress shop for like months and still not find one. Like, yeah, that's why I'm like so interested to see like, how this process goes for you because like the whole thing of like planning a wedding is you have to make decisions <laughs> and mm-hmm. you just choose not to sometimes which is fine like usually but like for this I'm like I'm interested to see how this goes mm-hmm. I want to see so, how this goes I made it I made I chose the venue I chose the photographer I chose the officiant like I'm starting to make the decisions I just am like I don't know. I'm nervous about the wedding dress. Um, Go with I, which one like you feel good about. Not, not what everybody else is like telling you or trying to like ask other people's opinion. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what do you think? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think to a point like, yeah, you can ask other people's opinions and stuff like that because like I know that you like want to take that into consideration. Like what other people think because yeah. they're seeing you like from far away and you know, whatever, like just different perspectives. But at the end of the day, I feel like whatever one you feel yeah. most beautiful in. Yeah. And I tried on like a really long veil and I was like, yep, I want a long veil. Mm-hmm. I want to be extra. Does Blaine, um, like, have any idea, like, of, like, like is there, like, something that he, like, personally, like, likes on you that you're trying to incorporate, like, into, like, your wedding dress shopping? Well, he wanted me to have red roses on the bottom of my wedding dress. So I told him that oh. was not going to happen. Uh, oh. But <laughs> that we could maybe have some red roses or something in my bouquet. <laughs> I mm-hmm. love him to death. But I was like, honey, child, mm-hmm. this is why you don't make fashion <laughs> choices for me. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, he was really funny. I was telling him, I was like, we need to schedule our engagement session, like at least pick, figure out when we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, our, our photographer was like, warm neutrals, no patterns. And I was like, so I want to like help you pick out what you wear. And he was like, only if I can help you pick out what, like what I'm going to wear. And I'm like, well, you can, Mm-mm-mm. you can give me your opinion on the two options that I give you. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. There it was go. really, it was really cute. But um, like, I was um, like, um, no, <laughs> no, that's not how this works. Yeah. Yeah, so... Like, if we're taking a poll, who has better style here? I think we're going to go with you, and that's mm-hmm. where it's going to go. I think yeah. I get the, get the last say, so... And they'll have to, like, start looking at our, like, for wedding bands, and... I mean, there's so many things. One, my coworker is, like, really into planning weddings, and she's already been like, oh, you should go look at this and do this, and I'm like, thank goodness I have somebody, like, here like every day that I see that I'm mm-hmm. like, can ask a question. Cause she, mm-hmm. she was like in another has your life. Has sister been in a wedding? Um, I don't think she has been in a wedding. No. Okay. Yeah. She's been to a lot of weddings, but I don't think she's been in one yet. Um, gotcha. none of her like super close friends. Are yeah. I mean, yeah, she's younger married, than you. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been fun. I, Hope I find one soon. I'd rather find one sooner rather than later so that I can just have another thing kind of um, done. But I've started to think about like invitations and like narrowing down the guest list and That's my picking the color the palette and doing all the things. So, um, but yeah, I got an email from the venue about like when we can come and do tastings and all of that. So I'm getting kind of excited. It just feels so far away that I'm like... Mm-hmm. But also not at the same time. Like I need to go to the gym. I've been like a couple times. Like I'm trying to get back into to working at it more consistently. I've just been so stressed, mm-hmm. and I just can't like for some reason that just keeps getting pushed to the back burner. But now I have like a motivator, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a it's been a little bit easier to get myself there. Um, mm-hmm. I just wish my work schedule wasn't so the way that it is, and I wish that like I didn't always have to take something home from work. Like I like my job never ends. And so it makes it really mm-hmm. hard for me to like put it aside so that I can go mm-hmm. do something for myself. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to do better with taking time for myself um, and doing the things that I want to do outside of like work and mm-hmm. all of that. So yeah. But exciting times. Mm-hmm. I would be really interested in the stationary stuff, which like it's the part I feel like no one else cares about. But for me, I'm like, like what paperweight are you gonna get? <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I just want it to look pretty. <laughs> there is a like st- I always see is a chain. It's called Paper Source. I always oh, I see love like Paper their store. Source. Yeah, they have wedding invitation stuff. Like you can go so there does and like, custom make. That's right. Mm-hmm. I was looking but, at Minted last night just for fun. Yeah. They are, they're a little expensive. <laughs> but like you can go to like those kind of stores and see the stuff like in person. To, yeah. Like, yeah, there's a the paper source, work. I think, uh, in there's Raleigh. There's one in Raleigh. Yeah, yeah. there's one in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I was like, that'd be the most exciting part for me. I know. I know. I'm, well, maybe if I decide to go to Anthropology's bridal shop in Raleigh, then I'll go to paper source. There you go. Perfect. Who knows? Who knows? But just trying to enjoy it because I know it's stressful, but I think I mm-hmm. think it should be fun. And I don't think. I've already had stressful moments and I'm like, okay, we're not doing this. <laughs> we are not doing this. Too many opinions. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, trust me. I see girls like when they 
do say yes to the dress and everything. Like they ha- they bring like a whole like cattle call worth of people in their, to their apartments. Yeah, with, uh, their appointments with them. And I'm like, I, that's so many opinions no. that you're having a filter. And I would just no. Yeah, I was talking to the. There were like two um, stylists at David's Bridal that were like kind of talking to me. And they were talking about how this one bride came and she brought 22 people to her appointment and they all had whiteboards and they were scoring the dresses. And she said at one point, the bride got so upset and frustrated that she went into the dressing room, dressing room and was like banging on the wall and like crying. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck do you expect when you invite that many people? And it was like her bridal party. Like she had 22 bridesmaids they were not only doing like her dress they were doing theirs too i was like that's i don't know 22 people i don't like 22 people like like what no i've literally been sitting here trying to think of who my bridal party would be and you and caitlin are the only two people well and i i personally think that the like smaller bridal parties are i like that better Mm -hmm. i think like having so many people up there it just kind of takes away from like the special moment that it is Mm -hmm. like with you and your fiance and so Mm -hmm. I just I think it's more like intimate and close that way but then also you can still have like people that are your age or your friends in the audience because like if I had like 10 bridesmaids I'd literally have no friends it would just be family yeah like seriously um so I'm like that just seems silly to like put everyone you know up in there. That's um, another thing too. I don't want a bunch of old people at my <laughs> wedding. <laughs> do do you have a bunch of old people in your life? Um, what do you mean by what? What is your classification of old? Like sixty and above. Okay. Like people who are not going to break it down the dance floor with me. Well, those people like, are not going to make it to the dancing. They're going to leave. <laughs> that's like, the I, thing. I, I love want, my grandparents, but I know they're going to leave early, and that's totally I fine. I want people to dance at my wedding. I want to dance at my wedding because that's the one thing, too. And I can be this girl for you. I was this girl for Caitlin. I can do it for you, too, where I know so many brides are like, yeah, like I didn't dance that much at my wedding because I was trying to say hi to everybody. Oh, no. That is going to happen while people are eating. Mm-hmm. I am not. Nope. Once the music comes yeah. on, I'm done. Sorry. Yeah. If you need to say goodbye to me, that is fine. I will say goodbye to you. On the dance floor. <laughs> on the dance floor. Yeah. I was we're, like, at so our, we're at our pretend exit yeah. with the sparklers. Yeah. Yeah. I, Caitlin, she had me. She was like, please like pull me to the dance floor every now and then like to make sure I'm dancing. And I was like, I got you. <laughs> so <laughs> I can be that person. Happily. If you get stuck in a conversation, just look at me and I'll come grab you. <laughs> Well, and I think people know, like, not to keep you super long. Yeah. Like, the ones that I've been to recently. I always feel, I always never try to, like, go and talk to the bride and groom. I I wait for them to usually come to me and everything, because I'm like, I don't want to interrupt. Also, like, if you want to have a moment, like, with just y'all two kind of thing, like, I want to be able to, like, let you guys, like, have that kind of thing. Um, Because it's not about me. It's about you. Like, Mm -hmm. and I know some guests that are like, well, they need to come and thank me. And I'm like, you don't have to come and thank me. I literally am cool. Yeah. You don't. Like, I like it I'll wave when they to you. like. I'll wave to you as you walk down the aisle. Yeah. I like it when they kind of circle around all the tables and like say hi to everybody. And then mm-hmm. that way you can move forward on um, with things. But yeah, I'm getting excited. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, but 
it's just the like long daunting process of waiting and planning. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah. Wow. Look at us. Look, at, look us. at you. Look at you. I know. I'm the not podcast doing anything. is expanding to include weddings and marriage. Oh my God. We should have a wedding planner on the podcast. New 2022. There 2022. we go. I need a day of coordinator. So yeah, you can ask her all the questions. If any of y'all gals want to be my coordinator, let me know. <laughs> if you're a coordinator, don't come at me if you like don't know what you're doing because that's just going to stress me out even more. I love you, mean it, but <laughs> yeah, we should totally have wedding people like on the show to like ask them like important questions and like listeners, like the girls, they can send in uh, different like questions they have about like yeah. wedding planning, but mainly like you can ask her questions. Yeah, excuse me. Um, <laughs> okay, so like while we're here, um, um how do you get people to cooperate <laughs> have fun with that yeah mm-hmm. it'll be interesting you need it yeah be fine you, you'll need an enneagram eight to uh <laughs> be so, your coordinator yeah so someone like you so me or chelsea <laughs> perfect Love that's it. what you need you need somebody who's not afraid to just take control of the whole situation and just tell people what to do and not be afraid that they're gonna hate them right yeah. right right yeah that's so funny <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Maybe that's what my calling is. If this whole film thing doesn't work out, I just start event like, planning. You know what? I'll just be an event planner. It's fine. I've got it's it. Fine. You've got already it. planned so many events. In Honestly, the past, so and I know so many people who work in film who like were directors or like assistant directors, and like they move on to that kind of side, like that side mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, well, it seems like fun. It's like yeah. a fun thing to do on the side. So. Yeah. I mean, if you have to coordinate a whole fucking crew, you can coordinate a whole fucking wedding. That's all. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Well, do you have any updates for us? Not really. I've finished my first week at my new job, and I don't know how I feel about working from home. I kind of enjoy it because I don't have to commute, but I also want to get the fuck out of my apartment. Yeah, my sister works from home. You're going to have to make a point to, like, leave your apartment every day. I did today, and I went to go to 7-Eleven because I just wanted – a soda like real mm-hmm. quick um they were out of it of course of course and they were why would they have it for you i know and i i walk in and it's filled with fucking this like old um construction workers who immediately started catcalling me and i was like okay i'm i'm leaving i'm not i'm going back into my apartment um i was like love that i like ventured out walked to 7-eleven and that's the first thing that happened i was like okay going back home now okay so that's always so much fun. Let me just go back yeah. into my shell. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was fun. Okay, I'm going I'm going back into my shell now. Okay, bye. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, she always goes for like a walk or something just to like like get her lunch to like get just mm-hmm. gets get out of the apartment and get some fresh air. Yeah. Um, that's what the writer does as well, too. Like I don't I don't know if I I know I could not work from home. I would literally go insane. I would literally have to like go outside and just like be outside for like yeah 30 like minutes it's, like i don't have to get ready in the morning which is oh there's so many pros there's pros and there's cons to it yeah like i don't have to get ready in the morning i literally can just wake up and um start working um i also can usually get my work done quicker if i like mm-hmm. actually concentrate and everything um, that's the key word, actually, concentrate. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's different for me, I feel like, just because this is the first time where I've ever had to do a job like this. Like, I've worked – like, I've done other, like, social media managing jobs um, before, 
but I was doing freelance on top of also working in retail. So I was still getting that like extroverted, like sensation filled um, where I was being around people. I was socialized with them in person and now I'm not getting that. And I'm like, oh God, I'm going to turn into like a hermit crab. So no, you and just FaceTime me for, for three hours every night. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, no, like when Blaine is on third shift and then, mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've been really strict at work with just like trying to like kind of stay to ourselves a little bit just mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving and everything. <laughs> I was like, I am in such a bad mood this week because I literally don't have anyone to talk to at work other than kids and their parents. And then when I come home, I don't have anyone to talk to except for my dogs. <laughs> so I was like, like I was, I didn't know how to <laughs> All week, I've been so overwhelmed and stressed and just not in a good mood. So I resorted to humor. So I've been the class clown of the office. <laughs> and like everyone's like, oh my God, you're so funny. I'm like, you don't know that I like mentally, I am not okay. <laughs> you're like, I'm on the edge. I'm like, on the edge. But I'm CPR certified, Megan, now. So I can save you. You're if, on the edge, but you don't know if it's the edge of glory. It I'm might on, be the edge I'm of insanity. Edge. I'm on the edge of insanity. My boss today, she was like, how are you? And I was like, I'm overwhelmed and stressed. She was like, what can I do for you? And I was like, like how are you? I really? <laughs> yeah. She asked me that all the time. Cause she like, I won't see her. And then she'd be like, how are you? Like, how are you? And I'm like, like actually I'm here. Like that's what, that was my thing all week. I was like, I'm here. Like people be like, how are you today? Or like, how, like, good morning. And I'm like, I'm morning. here. I'm just, mo- I just say morning now. I'm like, like, it's not good anymore. It's I'm just like, I'm, morning. I'm, I'm here and that, and that's it. Like, I'm, I'm not excited. I'm not thrilled. I'm not ready for the day. I'm just present <laughs> and I'm going to get my stuff done and then I'm going to leave. Physically so. present. Not probably, not oh, always mentally. I was, no, I was definitely not. I mean, I was like in my sessions cause I kind of can't not be like for them to be a successful therapy session, mm-hmm. but when I, as soon as they walk out the door, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so just, I don't know. Hopefully next week is better, but I just don't think it's going to get better until after the holidays, <laughs> which is fine. I'm taking like a week and a half off and I am so ready for it. I'm so well, ready. It's different for, it's also weird. Cause like we're trying to figure out, how, I'm also like simultaneously trying to figure out also how to like socialize in my general life and yeah. like make friends as an adult, which for, and I, I don't have the luxury of being able to like make friends in an office space as of right now because I'm working from fucking home. <laughs> so yeah. like there's also that frustration a little bit too. So it's just, it's different and I don't know, I've never experienced anything like this, but I'm figuring it out. And once I figure out how to make friends as an adult, I'll let you guys know because I'm I'm sure that you guys are also always like, how do we um fucking make friends as an adult? You sure it's how to make like meet people in the wild dating wise? How do we make friends? And I don't know yet. But Bumble as soon as BFF. I know, it has I to work. I don't want to do it. Though. I don't either. I don't either. I'm over here like I don't have that many friends. And then I'm like, but I don't want to, I don't really care to make them. Is that bad? I don't know. Like, I just like, I don't know. It's, it's like so much of an effort to even keep up with the people that I'm close with that I'm like, what's mm-hmm. adding one more person into the mix really going to do for me? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Fun times. So much fun. I love being an adult. It's amazing. I'm just going to be Taylor Swift and quit all of my jobs and tour the world. 
I told my coworkers that today. I was like, I think I just want to quit speech and be a singer. And they were like, yeah, we figured that was going to happen sometime. I was like, it is. I don't know when, but it is. (laughs) I'm just letting you know ahead of time. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a matter of when for you. That's right now. (laughs) It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ticking down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is your captivation going on right now, though? My captivation, well, since I am not blessed with lash extensions anymore, <laughs> I've had to resort to mascara, and I'm having a really hard time finding a mascara. And right now, this could change tomorrow, right now I'm loving the Ilia Fullest Volumizing Mascara. Um, I got it at Sephora. It's in a super cute like neutrally beige like container so it's like Mm -hmm. aesthetically pleasing but um, I love Ilya mm -hmm, yeah I really like it I'm I'm I really like the brushes that are more like I don't know they're not like like silicone yeah it's like an hourglass Mm -hmm. yeah it's like a fiber mascara yeah yes but right now I think right now I think my eyelashes are just like shedding like I've, mm-hmm. I've been using grande lash and I, they look longer, but like, I feel like it's so sparse. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I don't know what's going on. It kind of looks like my, my eyelashes just don't look amazing. Mine don't either. I'm, I'm officially like lashless, like and all my false lashes, all my uh, lash extensions are off. So I'm back to having my blonde lashes, which looks fucking weird. And they're now straight. Um, yeah. I forgot that that's what Do you remember what, they, what happened to my, mine? They were like kinda. straight out like this. Yeah. And I'm like, but once they grow, I mean, they'll probably go back to their natural. They already curl. didn't have a natural curl. That's why oh. I was being lashless beforehand. But I've decided um, in January that I am going to um, get my lash extensions put back on. So. Yeah, give your eyes a break and then go back. I think I'm going to try again for do the it. wedding. Do it. So it'll do probably it. be in the new year. Do it. So do it, do, do it. it. I'll probably go for hybrids too. Do it. Do it. It's fucking expensive out here, but it's fine. It's expensive here too, but it's not ex- as expensive as I was there. like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but you know, I don't have an expensive hobby. I was having this discussion with the writer last night. Like, I don't have an expensive hobby. I do. Um, Jesus. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't. Um, and it's not really, I don't want it to be just a hobby. So I got to figure out how to make it a profit. Yeah, fair. So Fair. if you guys if you guys love me, please go stream my music. Add it to every single playlist that you have. It's Even just, if you want to skip it after like ten seconds, that's fine. Just give me like a little bit of a stream. It's okay. <laughs> Send it to your friend. Use it for a TikTok. Make it go viral, please. Help. Thank you. So I can keep making music. <laughs> so that I can do what I want to do. <sighs> you good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your captivation? <laughs> Sorry, you were so, saying something about an expensive hobby, so now I feel bad. I totally took over the conversation. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, my captivation is another book. A reader. I, I haven't read since 2016. You are so, a like, reading queen. I used to read a lot, but I when know. you're forced to read three books a fucking week in undergrad, it makes you hate reading. I yeah. can finish a book in one day. And I'm trying to become a slow reader again. So, like, I don't, like, read through books so quickly. But I'm halfway through this one book, and it's really good. It's called The X Talk. It's by Rachel Solomon. It is basically about a podcaster mm-hmm. um, who has, like, comes into a dating podcast with a dude she hates. So it's, like, a nice enemies-to-lovers story. And that's my favorite. And it's 
stars like a character that basically does my job. So it's great. I have it. I've yet to read it. I posted a picture of it like I read it. It was on a, it was one of those, like when I was at the beach and you scroll Mm -hmm. and it was in the Mm -hmm. sand and yeah, I just never got to it. I was finishing another book. Should we start a book club? Yes. Is that a 2022 goal? I think we should. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. And I mean, we interview so many authors on this show. I think it'd be a great way to kind of incorporate that. So if you guys are interested in that, let us know because that might become a thing where we have Mm -hmm. like a monthly book. Yeah, I and it would, would love force to. me to read too. I know I was gonna say it'd make me have to read, <laughs> so I could right. talk about it. <laughs> right? <laughs> it'd be good for us. It'd be good for our brains. So, oh, it's a car. Okay, I thought somebody was knocking on my door. I was like, who the fuck is that? Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, before we get into today's episode, we're going to go over a couple of little housekeeping things really quickly. If you want to contribute to, like, our ideas and everything, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod. We post surveys, polls over there all the time. We really will love your feedback. So, make sure you guys are following us there. You can also follow us on our personal Instagrams. Mine's at Emily Elise. And mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And then if you're listening on Spotify, hit that follow button. We know some of y'all were, we had you, we were like in your Spotify wrapped, whatever the fuck the sentence is I'm trying to say. Yes. And we want to see more of you gals on there. So make sure you guys are in that follow button on Spotify. And if you're listening on Apple Music, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. It really does help us out. So today's episode, I'm surprised we've kind of never really talked about this. Mm-hmm. because I feel like this is an issue that is in a lot of people's relationships, but they just don't want to admit it or talk about it. And they probably don't do anything about it because they either don't want to be alone or it's too awkward or you've invested so much time already or you think that it'll pass or whatever it may be. And that is boredom mm. in your relationships. I think it's something that like almost everybody probably encounters at some point. And I, I've been listening to so many other different uh, dating podcasts lately. And I've heard some people, I don't remember which ep- like podcast it was from, but where they mentioned like, you know, attraction comes and f- ebbs and waves and flows. And that, you know, there's going to be moments where you're probably not as attracted to your partner in some way. And that's completely normal. Um, it, it's impossible to say you're 100% like at 100 Every single time, like you're with your partner, like they're you're trying to make, build a life with another person, they're gonna fucking annoy you at some point. Like <laughs> they don't, that's an issue. But I think also too, I mean, like you're trying to communicate what satisfies you to this other person. They can't read your mind, and if you're not communicating it, you might hit like a lull. And I think that's also normal, especially when you've been in a relationship for like years and everything. I think it's natural to hit a lull, and how you overcome that, I think can you know, be a test to your relationship and how your bond is with this person and how your communication is. And I don't really think that there's a need to panic when you feel like you're bored in your relationship. I mean, I I was kind of person, like, whenever I felt that, I thought, am I just bored or am I trying to self-sabotage because I'm used to, like, a lot of drama and I'm in a healthy connection with this person, And that's why I feel quote unquote bored because I would equate like crying on my bathroom floor or like, you know, venting to you and like getting mad and everything as to like sparks 
and chemistry with this person when really it was just super, super fucking toxic. Um, so I've kind of experienced it. Have you ever kind of done with that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would say in like a lot of relationships, I I don't know. I feel like we seek the the highs and the lows. I don't yeah. even think that we actually mean to. Um, well, I think we're human and we crave variety on top of that too. Yeah, I, but, it, and there's just like something you get from like, the super high times and the super low times, like even if it's really bad, like, like I'm not a huge gossiper, but sometimes gossiping and getting it out and like venting and getting frustrated, like brings a sense of like excitement in like a really odd and like twisted way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we all, well, I'm speaking on myself. Like, I feel like I got into a cycle of like really, wanting to have have like a story to vent about and then like but then also like having that really like the big fights and then the big makeups and and all of that just Mm -hmm. you know after a while it's exhausting um Mm -hmm. or you get into a relationship and you know you're you're used to that and then everything's just kind of normal and you're like Mm -hmm. oh what a mm." i'm not getting those same Mm -hmm. bouts of like energy and excitement and yeah. um, that like serotonin and all the and, things. Like, and usually I think it's because people like we have that certain attraction to like that newness. Like this, you have that honeymoon phase and then you get past the honeymoon phase and that's no longer there. Or like when it's like forbidden in a way, like you oh, shouldn't the forbidden be love is such a thing. Oh yeah. It's my favorite. It's, oh, it's everybody's <laughs> favorite. Are you kidding me? <laughs> or like that hard to get where like you're trying to like ch- the chase and everything like that. That's what makes it exciting, but it's not always good. Uh, right. So you finally are with that secure attachment kind of thing. You're always like, uh, like, is this it? Like, is this fine? Like, I, I, I don't have the butterflies. Like, I feel fine. I feel comfortable with this person. It's probably like, means the person's like the one or something. Like, it's a really, really great sign. I think when it's true boredom in a relationship, like actual boredom, it's probably because you haven't gotten to know each other on a deeper level yet. And there's a chance for you to build the connection. You probably think that maybe you don't have anything in common or there's nothing to like build upon. And I think that just means that you both probably need to open up a little bit more, be a little bit more vulnerable and have that moment to come together. Because I mean, if you, if you truly, you didn't have anything in common or like have a connection or anything you wouldn't be there together in the first place. There's something that bonded you two together to begin with. And you had to find out what that root is, get kind of like, get back to like, okay, like when we were dating, like what was the initial attraction to this person? What did I find so irresistible about them to want to be with them? And, you know, trying to respark and kindle that flame, I think is a great like foundation to start with. Um, I mean, hell, I would like think it's even cute to kind of like, re like do like your first date over again oh, yeah like if it's been a couple months or like a year or whatever like read like you know just pretending like it's your first date all over again and you'll find things that you like fell in love with with that person and i think if you're constantly like chasing like those emotional highs then you're kind of self-sabotaging in a way because that's not what a healthy relationship is supposed to be i don't want to constantly feel like i'm on edge Every single moment when I'm in a relationship, like, it's nice just to know, like, oh, I I have this person. They're not going anywhere. Like, and I'm not saying that, like, in a cocky way. Like, I'm saying, like, 
they know how I feel. I know how they feel. Like we feel secure in this bond together that I'm not having to go search for this validation from anybody else. And I think that's what usually what people are coming back to. And it's just learning to appreciate your partner more and again, build on that connection a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you made a good point earlier. Like, I don't always feel like people in relationships really get to know each other on like super deep levels. Like Like I feel like deep and like just like learning about the person, like learning their beliefs and learning like where they stand on things and learning what they would do in the future when they have kids and like, or if they want kids, you know, like the questions Mm -hmm. that some people are afraid to ask in the beginning, but like sometimes those are the really important ones to ask, especially if you see this person in your life for a long time, because Mm -hmm. There might be a deal breaker in there. Or they might be something that you you can't agree on and can't get past. And and even then, like I think those conversations are so fun, and I think mm-hmm. they spark a lot of intimacy in mm-hmm. a different way than just physical intimacy. Um, I think a lot of people get stuck on like going and doing and partying and doing this and doing the like surface level parts of mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that like there's other ways to build intimacy outside of like the physical aspect of it and getting to really know a person like can spark those like butterfly feelings that you had for them the first time that you met them. Um, that's why I I, I love all those card games that like take you into deeper levels. Like, um, we're not really, we're not really strangers. Like Blaine and I have the, that we like schedule, like we want to do a date night where we just like hang out and like have a couple like drinks and Mm -hmm. play the card game. Cause like, I mean, yeah, we're getting married and like, I mean, we know almost everything about each other, but I'm still, there's, there's still things that I learn about him every single day and mm-hmm. it makes me fall in love with him even more like over mm-hmm. again. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people get so hung up on who they are as a couple like on the exterior wise, like physically their connection and that intimacy, but also like making sure they're going out and like doing all these dates and everything. But if you can't even like sit in silence together without it bothering you then that is a sign that maybe it's not just it's not just boredom or something like that like there's something bigger going on in your relationship that needs to be targeted and that's where I would start looking at is if you feel just comfortable being 100% authentic self alone like if you can't sit alone in front of a tv the tv off you hear and like you're like eating dinner and like you hear the forks just scraping against each other and like you're that doesn't like fucking bother you, like that's a sign. Like it should feel comforting to feel like you can sit there in silence with a person and it's totally at peace. Right. And like be able to be in your like most relaxed state. Like when yes. I come home from work, like I like to just sit on the couch and like not talk for just like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes I'm really chatty. It just kinda depends on the day. But like you guys should be able like you said, like even us, like we have quiet friendship time where like we'll be together, but like we don't talk. It was so funny. I follow, um, Daniel Carolyn. She's like one of my favorite influencers and Brooke Michio, Brooke Michio, who we've had on the podcast. Daniel was over at Brooks and was like, can we just have like 10 minutes of quiet friendship time? (laughs) Oh my God. I've never heard of that. But it's like, but it's like, yeah, it's like being able to be in the room and like just be like silent and like it not feel like look me you and you feel have like, like you have to say something you know look me and you have sat there and laid in a hotel room 
the same bed together scrolling on TikToks like mm-hmm. <laughs> for a good like twenty minutes. Yeah, like and and like like that's like such a br- like a best friend thing and like whomever I like you're with like you want to be able to feel like you're with your best friend and like mm-hmm. you want to be as comfortable and authentic and 100% just like relaxed as you can. Mm-hmm. And that person should bring that out of you. And that yeah. person should love that part of you. And like, you don't yeah. always have to be on for that person. And mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes people like see those moments as boring, whereas I see them as beautiful because it's like, I like am totally fine being in my pajamas, like on the couch, just here. Like, I don't even have to look at you. I don't have to say anything. And you like, don't need my attention on you. And so I think that's a beautiful part of a relationship, but I could see how people who are like, maybe are starting out, see that as boring. Like, Oh, they just don't want to talk to me. Like we don't even get a lot of time together, but I see it as a compliment. Like I feel comfortable enough to be here with you and, in in whatever state I'm in, happy, sad, yeah. excited, frustrated, all the things. So, yeah, I think like one of the key things to like if you're trying to analyze and figure out like what's actually going on and like you're feeling this feeling of boredom in your relationship, it's look at yourself first and see that make sure that you're taking good care of your own self because you may just be bored in general. Like with yeah, like. Not, like with your own life or like just something like you're feeling unfulfilled in some way. And so there's a lot of people like, especially if you have like an anxious or or avoidant attachment, like you're trying to self-sabotage in some way just to get a rise out of something or just to create like something going on in your life. Who knows? Um, But once like you give it some thought and you find that problem within, I feel like 80% of the time, like it's just like you that's being bored, like you that's bored and not you and the, the relationship that you're in. And so I think communicating that somehow with your partner and being like, and taking initiative to see what can, like, what y'all can do together to grow that relationship and use it as more of a growing moment instead of just pushing the person away. I think that's what's best. Use it as like a growing and nurturing kind of moment and not putting so much of your identity and your life into the relationship as well, too. That also may be where it stems from. And I would suggest like, you know, finding something to do on your own that, you know, fulfills you and yourself that doesn't need, like, to have your partner involved. Like, something that you can do on your own to kind of have, like, as your little moment and as your, like, 30 minutes for the day, whatever it may be. Something that you put all your passion into. And if you don't know, what what it could be, try different things. Like, take free classes look on YouTube and see like what like different activities you are go to a workout class ask your friends like what they do for like in their free time read a book I don't know there's 5,000 things you can do to find your own hobby go to fucking Hobby Lobby or like Michael's or something I'm sure they have something there for you uh (laughs) but like just going out and trying different things figuring out which one works best for you that is your thing make it your thing and then you'll find a purpose and something fulfilling in that instead of looking for that purpose and that fulfillment in your partner. Yeah, I think that's really important, like to have your own and like being able to do your own thing uh, separate from your partner. It's really, mm-hmm. really important because then like you don't have anything like to talk about that y'all don't know about, you know, mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't like to come home and talk about work. So like being able to talk about like your hobby or like something that you did on your own and like having that connection is 
really nice because like sometimes people like you'll be like, oh, how was work? And they're like, I don't want to talk about it. And then you're like, okay, well, well, we went to the grocery store together. We went to Target together and we went to the gym together and we did all these things together. And so I already know how your day was outside of work. So you want to watch TV? Like it just gets Mm -hmm. in that like, I don't know, it's nice to have. And that's why I like, you know, taking those moments to like do the deep dives or, you know, if you are feeling bored, like being honest with your partner and then maybe they can help ask the right questions to figure out what is the the cause and like what it's stemming from. Mm-hmm. So also like finding things like if you feel like you're like, it's not me. Like it's something like I feel stuck in this relationship. Find something I think that you two can do together that you can look forward to yes. in a way mm-hmm. like you're rewarding yourself like with a certain kind of date or challenging yourself on a certain kind of date, something you guys have never done before that requires you to like do something completely different. Like, I don't know, make, make pottery. Well, I was going to say Blaine and I are going to build a bookshelf. Have fun with that. That sounds Mm -hmm. awful. (laughs) But like something we've both never done before, but something like we want a bookshelf for our living room and we don't want to buy it. Blaine's really into his 3d printer. I've really been into like my music and stuff. So like we're trying to like, he likes to build. I want a bookshelf for my books and -hmm. I like to paint. So like we're trying, like we want to do that together. And then also like a lot of the, um, well, it's a goal too. Yeah. And like a lot of, yeah, a lot of the wedding decor, um, I've showed him what I've wanted. He's like, oh, we can make that together. Like we'll go, we'll take, we'll take it to my parents' house. They have like this big bunch of land and we'll like spray paint stuff there. Cause like we can't, there's not really a place where we can do that here. Yeah. In your apartment. Um, Yeah. But yeah. So that's cool. It's like, think like, I mean, yes, we have a wedding. That is the end goal is to like have nice things for Mm -hmm. the wedding that, and not spend a ton of money, but like working together to do it. But it's something that we both don't normally do. So that makes it fun and exciting because it's something we're getting to do together. Mm-hmm. So I think also like if you're in that place where like you and your partner are both working from home. <laughs> Yikes. Um, if you are doing that, kudos to you because I know it's been a really long two years and I'm proud of you. I don't know you, but I'm proud of you. Because <laughs> but do I like a staycation. I think it's think great. I don't think I would be able to do it. I don't think I'd be able to do it. <laughs> I if you had to like separate offices, what about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, would definitely. I'd have to yeah. be like in in there for the whole day. I'd be taking my hotspot and going somewhere else. Cause um, then, cause you know, cause like I like to come home. Cause then I'm like, oh, I get to see him and like haven't seen him all day. And mm-hmm. but if it was like just here all day, all the time, I'd be like, oh my gosh, so I, don't I need see to partner, go to Target. Like partners who like oh, yeah. work together. Mm. Yeah. Again, kudos to you. You must just be awesome because <laughs> I'm like I think I would pull my hair out love him to death but I need my I, I'm very much a, like I need my me time like mm-hmm. I love to go mm-hmm. now I do get sad when I'm like do you want to go to Target and he's like no and I'm like oh because because huh. we we buy things we don't need at Target when we go together like we bought a sound bar for I don't get that with the writer oh he like tells me all the time like you don't need that and which I told him to tell, to tell you. like to, to like don't let me impulse buy and i'm just like okay you're no fun because you're, listen- like, yeah. you're listening to me and i don't like that <laughs> yeah we got we bought ourselves like we bought a we bought ourselves a big christmas gift and it was like a like a sound bar and uh 
like bass amp for our TV. So it kind of sounds like we have a surround sound now, which is really fun. Um, But yeah, we go to Target and I'm like, oh, I need this. And he's like, yeah, you should get that Ari vinyl. I'm like, okay, awesome. Thank you. So I bought the Ari vinyl. (laughs) (laughs) So now we have Ari and Mac and they're like side by side. Because I I still love them. Yeah. I'm sure there's something that like you and your partner like have in common. And, mm-hmm. like, going, whether that's, like, the same, like, kind of music or the same sense of humor, like, going to a concert, going to a comedy club together, um, you know, if you both like film, like, going and watching films, if you both like, you know, like, nature, going on a hike together, something that is a change of scenery. Well, and, like, thinking outside of the box, like, thinking outside of, the, yeah. like, just going to dinner in the bar or, like, you know, whatever, like, like yeah. the comedy club thing, like. Blaine and I love comedy. Like, that would be so much fun. Not that I think there's really any good comedy clubs here in North Carolina. Charlotte. But, yeah. Like, we could make it, like, a like a day trip and go to Charlotte mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I think just doing something that's not predictable or mm-hmm. routine, I think, is what will help with that, one of my biggest pet peeves, and I tell this to every person I'm dating because it happens, and I, because men, I know you, you're very simple people. They are. You love couch dating. They love I, to couch date. I fucking hate couch dating. Mm-hmm. Like, it does not challenge us as a relation, as a partner, as a partnership. It does not progress growth. And we can do that when we've been together for, like, a year at that point. At the beginning stages, I don't want a couch date. I want to do things. I'm not saying we have to go and spend a fuck ton of money by going to drinks and dinner and all that stuff. But, like like I said, taking a hike, going on a picnic, making pizza together. Like, if you want to stay in, like, make a pizza together and, like, bake cookies. Something that is unique and different that can create a memory and a story together that you can carry on in your relationship that is why i think it's important right i when i think of couch like the couch dating thing i think of it as like okay i it's acceptable when you are like deep in a relationship or like you Mm -hmm. live together and your couch dating is you just coming home and decompressing from the day Mm -hmm. and you're together and like watching Mm -hmm. tv or whatever but like for that to be a date it's okay every now and then i think it's cute every now and then to like you know, pop some popcorn, watch a movie, whatever. Mm. But like, if that's all that you're doing and that's not what you're into, you just got to tell them because they don't know. Because mm-hmm. they would couch date their whole life away. Mm-hmm. They really mm-hmm. would. They really would. Mm-hmm. They don't got to spend money. They get to be in their pajamas and chill Their out. video games are right across the way. So when you fall asleep or they when you leave. They can pick up the controller yep. and they are, they are good to go for another yep. eight hours. So... I am just totally don't sit generalizing. There. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't but. sit there. Do stuff. <laughs> Action. Right. If it, if you're calling it a date, there needs to be something special about it. Whatever yes. it is. It can be simple. It can be the simplest thing. It can be going for a walk around the neighborhood. And I think also whatever. making it mandatory and date night mandatory and routine. Well, I think that's very important because I've I've seen couples who are married and have been in relationships for a long time forget to date each other and then mm-hmm. it ends in somebody being upset and their needs not being met and then, mm-hmm. you know, worst case scenario, they search for that elsewhere. And so, you know, like going ahead and just being honest up front because if that's something that's not a compromise, like oh something God. that can yeah. be compromised. Yeah. Some of the you. happiest couples some of the happiest couples I know still date each other, still have date nights, they have babies and they still have date nights together. Yeah, I think it's so important. Think it keeps it's pos- the love it's, alive. It's possible. Yeah. Don't you well, won't run out of ideas. 
Like you need, you need to have a little bit of fun in your life. Yeah. So. If you're worried you're going to run out of ideas of new things, I'm sure your city, whatever you live in, has a list of different things you can do. Just go on going Pinterest. On. You could literally yeah. search Give date each night other, ideas. Oh, my God. So, like, we know how we're talking about hobbies and everything. Mm-hmm. Giving your partner's hobby a try. Switching hobbies. Not going to lie. <laughs> I did that. I played some video games. I used to, Okay. Backtrack. Has Blaine, like, gone karaoke and singing, though? <laughs> No, but he wants to, and I want him to because that would be hilarious. Surprised you're not going to have karaoke at your wedding. Backtrack to like when I was a kid, I was obsessed with video games to mm-hmm. the point, Emily. Well, I had a Nintendo 64 to the point where I was playing Donkey Kong and I printed out like a 300, 400 page cheat to try to beat a level. You know how you used to, you probably don't know because you probably didn't play video games. I played Mario Kart on GameCube and like that was it. Oh, Mario Kart's fun. But Donkey Kong was where it was at. Okay. 400 page cheats to try to beat it. So I played with, with him and it was really fun because we're both competitive. So the writer and I sat there and played board games one day um, because he has like a collection of different board games that he's into. I did. I went a single round of them. Nope. Um, was, was I mad about it? Yep. Uh, but <laughs> it's fine. So I know he really likes me and that he's not just trying to like be sleazy about it. Is that he actually like, is like, I'm not going to let you win. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? So, uh, yeah. I, will I go biking? I don't know. Cycling, biking, whatever. Um, I think you should go cycling and then I okay. think you should get, um, a bike tattooed on your chest. <laughs> no, I'm good. Actually, I'm fine. <laughs> I'll make him go to a tarot card reading. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah. But yeah, I think like we said, like I can't kind of sum- summarize everything we've talked about. Finding hobbies for yourself and experimenting with different things, but also taking a little bit more time for yourself, taking time apart and also seeing how you are as separate people coming together then and exploring that individually and not getting stuck in a mundane routine and venturing out from that. I think that's the best way to kind of summarize this entire episode. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. So I think just acknowledge, the spiral tip, I guess, would be just acknowledge that, like, you're not the only ones, like, in the world who have experienced this feeling. And you don't necessarily have to feel bad about it either. But once you're okay with it, and you, like, acknowledge that, like, this is, like, it's involves, you're going to experience this every now and then, you can address it up front and you know how to find us something to spice up your relationship and figure it out and get over this like little hump and little hurdle from there <laughs> that made me, made me think of like add a little spice <laughs> add a little spice so <laughs> honestly though yeah yeah finding finding that something that will spark spark that um love and those butterflies don't, yeah don't let the again. boredom like overtake you oh no because that's yeah. that's silly because everybody has bad days and every, and every relationship even friendships everybody has those and days. family relationships <laughs> everybody makes mistakes everybody's <laughs> boring <laughs> <laughs> so everybody yeah. gets that way literally but yeah so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey.